no offence but, where we discuss the uncomfortable topics, drop the truth bombs and have the raw, real and relatable conversations that make you feel socially acceptable. Just hold on to them and the first two or three could be really, really awkward yeah. but just hold on to it, just trust the process and I think you will see the change in your relationship. Right. All right, word, word. Got you, I got you. I got you. Love you. <laughs> anyway. I got you. <laughs> okay, so I'm really excited for the recording today, guys. It's something we've not done before, this safe space. We've been posting polls and question boxes, asking people to come to us for advice with the situation they've got, and I'm really looking forward to it. We've got a really juicy one that we're going to cover off today. Ooh, yeah. So juicy. Do you want to hear it? Yes. It says, I've been with my husband for 13 years. I've been married for 11 and I feel like we're falling apart and we're making each other unhappy. There's no give and take. It's just all take with him. The sex is no longer intimate. We have two kids, a house in a lot of debt. How do I get out? So I think the first thing that comes to mind there is the debt. Yeah. The debt is not fun for anybody yeah. I've been in a position myself straight away when I heard that I put myself in the position of I remember a time when I was in a lot of debt mm -hmm. I was in un unhappy in my relationship and that debt puts a next level of pressure on mm. your relationship, relationship. Mm. it just does it makes you un unhappy you can't sleep at night you definitely haven't got your sexual desire in your mood there I think the key thing is how are you two communicating right now um, it's very difficult because all, all we've really got there is, what, 13 years together, yeah. 11 years married, two kids as well. Exactly. Also very, very stressful. How are you communicating how you feel? Because, I don't know about you guys, but I think sometimes you can fall into the trap where they don't they do this and yeah. they you know they don't they're not romantic and you know it's just sex with them and, th and them 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 you're picking at them you're picking at them and it's like i always take it back to if you don't give love you're not going to get love and then yeah. you two are going to get stuck at this stagnant place where you you know you're never going to get anything from each other so are you have you sat down around the table and communicated and have you actually asked of what it is that you want from him? And are you attempting to give love there? Yeah, right. Because I think in so many situations, and I've experienced this myself before, when things were falling apart and I wasn't in a great place with my relationship, I think we definitely both went down the blame game. Mm -hmm. Nobody really wants to look inwards and say, what am I doing to contribute to this hot mess of a life that I've created? So I think my advice to this lady would be, Yes, they need to talk and communicate about their relationship, but they also need to start having really frank and open conversations about money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that debt isn't going anywhere. Yeah. I would maybe suggest if if it's a possibility, sell the house to clear the debt. You can still live together or rent or do something else, but that debt isn't going away. And I think to give their relationship a fighting chance if they remove the financial pressure, and I know it's a big deal to sell your house, but you're always going to be able to buy another one when you're in the clear. Mm. I found I did get myself in a lot of debt, a lot of debt. And I was like hiding stuff. Deliveries would come. I would never talk about my bank balance or how much I'd been paid that month. Because then he'd be like, well, if you've been paid X, why are we not doing this with the house or that? Well, I can't make because I'm spanking it all on the debt that I'm paying off that mm. I've built up. So I think to remove that pressure addressing the debt 
is a really strong place to start. I think Because that's, that's what's keep making her feel stuck. Yeah. How do I get out? I you think, won't. I think that's the first place to start, actually. And mm. I think, though, talking about money in relationships can be really challenging. Yeah. 100%. Like, it's very triggering. And mm. the other thing that I picked up, what you said, Hole, like, I've been in, obviously, really terrible parts of my relationship. And I said it the other day, actually, I was like, it's really funny how we can communicate now. Because before, we could not communicate. Mm. It was shocking how bad it was. So... My kind of question is, if she, you are, we, we are saying, like, to communicate, how do you get to that level of communication? I think just being open and honest. I think the first thing not to think about is, do I want to be with this person or not? I think that okay. just has to be completely ignored. It's dealing with the communication and just being open and frank and being like, okay, this is the situation that we're in and we can work on it together or we can work on it separately. And working on it together is just being able to just be open, be honest, and as soon as you both do that, you'll have a level of respect for one another again. And who knows, like, what can happen from that? Yeah. So here's what I would do. I would sit around the table and I'd be like, right, you and I are in the... You and I, we, mm. as a team, are in this situation together. Yeah. He's probably losing sleep thinking, I'm the man of the house. I'm the one that needs to be bringing in the money right now. And we've right got now. all this debt. I've got all this debt. I'm She's not probably providing. the one that deals with the bills and thinking, does he even know how bad it is? Yeah. They're too... They're both stressed about it, right? So sit at the table, go through your outgoings. What are your expenses? What can you cut down on? Even if it's your sky, your takeaways, maybe a week of doing something at home with the kids instead of going out. Yeah. If you can save 100, 150 quid, like that's going to make such a difference to your debts. And then have a team effort. Say it's 20, 30 grand that you need to get rid of. Be like, right, our focus this year as a team is to clear that debt. We communicate what we're saving or what we've been able to, you know, where we've been able to make money, then you might even think about doing like a little side business together. Yeah, I was and just it's about like, to say, it becomes a bit of a game of like, oh my God, I've made money here. Oh my God, yeah. I've been able and to pay this debt off. And you get team and yeah. celebrating each other. Because then that's where your communication is going to come in, right? So mm -hmm. I would actually say, forget about the relationship yeah. at the moment, mm -hmm. focus on the debt. So you actually feel like, do you know what? We can communicate as a team and we can feel better when about that. We're achieving that. something. Together. Yeah. Together. Yeah. The communication naturally is going to come. And then where I would probably start to take that, and I heard something, I think this is really, really powerful. And I kind of wish, you know, in all my previous relationships, I'd known this. Uh, on Instagram, I come across it. And it, he was basically saying like, give your partner a hug, like a full on hug, a holding hug for a minute a day. Mm -hmm. If you do that, that every single day, how can you... How can you be mad at somebody? How can you not, like, you're in somebody's personal space. It's as close as you're going to get. Kiss mm. on the cheek every day is nothing. It's like in and out, right? It becomes meaning, uh, not meaningful, meaningless. Yeah. No. Doesn't mean anything. But um, when you're in somebody's space, you start to think about, oh, my gosh, this person really means a lot to me. Or, yeah. oh, my God, look at us. Like, why? how have we got to this point? Or, you know, the boundaries start to come down and then mm -hmm. you just really start to give each other that time. So, yeah, do you know what? If it might be you, that person, you're probably listening thinking, why does it always need to be me? That's the one, you know, it's, that's the most annoying thing at some times. Yeah. But I feel like it's always the women too. It's always the women. the women. We're like, we need to go take a charge but and get them along. Just do it unexpectedly, even if it's like from behind and you just, you know, <clears> grab <throat> them for a full minute, just hold on to them. And the first two or three could be really, really awkward, yeah. but just hold on to it. Just trust the process. Mm -hmm. And I think you will see 
the change in your relationship dramatically over that course of that month. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point that you've made is that it's not a quick fix either. Like if you do want to fix this stuff, it's got to be a commitment. Mm. I know people are like, oh, it takes two to work it, and it really does, but it takes one to initiate. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. person has to Somebody initiate. Somebody has to make the start. Yeah. yeah. And even with communication, we, so with my daughter's dad, we've had to really build our communication. So obviously being separated, you've got to like try to co-parent and stuff. And our, our communication, how bad was it? Repulsive. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I can't even explain how bad it was. But we just had to learn like, okay. And I, I mean, it would get very tenuous. Detentious, is that a word? In the beginning. And it just wouldn't be okay. And I had to keep taking the lead and being like, look, I don't want this to go this way. We're going to have to retalk. We're going to have to rethink. We're going to have to change what we're doing right now. And it was constantly a thing of, okay, this isn't going right. Take it back. Let's do it. Start again. Mm. And another great tip <clears throat> that I learned from my therapist when we're doing couples therapy is I feel when you, because mm. so you take all the responsibility, not you got us into this debt, you did this, oh, well, you spent that. And it just mm. gets, oh, that's so draining, just a waste of your time. Just, I feel really unhappy right now. When you blame me for the debt, because I feel it was a team effort, and I know maybe I messed up, but look, I don't want to be blamed for it forever or whatever. Like, however the conversation needs to go, I feel when you, because, because you're always taking that responsibility. And that really helped me in the beginning of communicating. And then, like Sarah said, now I'm just so open and honest about everything. It's really beautiful and it's really nice. And we have a really great relationship now, which a few months ago we really didn't. Mm. Like, it wasn't nice at all. I think vulnerability is just like one of the most powerful things in any human being and it doesn't matter what situation it is. I think the more vulnerable you be, you can be, you give that space for someone to allow to come into your space and give them the space to be vulnerable as well. Yeah. And um, like what Holly said, mentioned about um, always feeling like you're the one to initiate, initiate things. I remember when I was in a past relationship, um, I was working with a a healer and she basically said to me that I needed to change and shift my energy to not have like this massive wall up or just feel like negative all the time when I'm around that person and I could see like when my energy was changing and my walls were dropped and I was being nicer <laughs> and yeah. um, just being more open it kind of mirrored in our relationship so that's like another piece of advice I would give just to be the one to initiate it and just change your energy on the whole situation. It's not forgetting everything. It's not like being like, okay, we'll just ignore and forget everything and everything's happy. Like, it's not that. It's just changing and shifting your energy and your mood. That's a really good point, Sarah, because I think I do that sometimes. So rather than addressing the issue, changing my attitude or changing my energy, I tend to just ignore it, pretend it hasn't happened and keep smiling. Mm -hmm. But in the background, it's building up resentment. So I think you're right, being vulnerable. But then you put yourself in that space where I'm going to be vulnerable. I know I've been vulnerable before. This person hasn't listened or paid attention to what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Are they going to do it now? Which is why it's good to have that sit down talk and say, what's happened in the past has happened. We need to find a way to move forward. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, this isn't going to work. But I'm also interested in what you ladies think with, um, so we've given great advice, I think, with regards to how to rebuild and make it work. Mm. But if that's not what she wants, because she says, how do I get out? Yeah. What are the steps there? I think there? first, though, you need to make sure, have you done all the steps? You've got two kids, mm. and I think mm. all of us have broken up with a partner with a child. Yeah. So I think first of all, and I listened to this recently on Instagram, and it's so true, have you done everything you can possibly do? Because, like, you've got kids to each other, and there was a point where you loved each other because you wouldn't have had these kids and, it's and get this house. and Dropping your ego. Yeah. Don't be like, yeah, I've done everything. Like, it's completely yeah. dropping your ego and 
And if there's nothing on here that we've said that you haven't tried, then no, we haven't tried everything. I really believe exhaust all Mm. options. Even even just like a little date night at home. We've said there's two kids, right? We haven't even talked about the kids. What are you two doing on your own? Not just sitting and watching TV. That's not intimacy. What are you doing to have your date nights? Yeah, Mm. like even with um, my past relationship. So we, um, I actually had this conversation with Fanny really recently. And I was like, look, I want to get everything out that's happened in the past and together we're going to let it go. Are you ready to do that? I said, this is a safe space. There's no judgments. There's no aggression. There's no, like nothing. I can't get annoyed at you or be mad. You Same with me. And we just sat there and was like, is there anything you need to get out? And I was like, this really upset me. I heard, was, I was hurt this and this and this and this. And it just felt so good to get to it, out. it all out. No more judgment. He was just like, I'm sorry, and a hug. And then I just, that released so much for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I can actually move forward. And the next point I want to make is more so not about the relationship, but you as the woman, what are you doing for yourself? Because mm. I think as a mum, that's the problem. We start to get resentful and bitter yeah. mm. because I'm doing everything for him. Fucking picking his socks up and cooking his food. Mm. I can literally feel it in me. <laughs> like the kids are just taking the piss all the time or don't say thank you. Or just, you know, you're just constantly giving, like always making sure they're fed and got this and got that. And I know I became so resentful to my family and I blame them because I wasn't doing anything for me. Mm. But actually no one was stopping me from doing it. I just didn't, I didn't make the time. You don't think you're worthy or you've just- Make myself priority. Excuses. Like, I'm kids not are too busy. The kids yeah. need it. Oh, my partner needs this. I don't need it. Like, go take yourself out on a date once a week. Fuck the guy. Like, go do you because you're going to sit. And that's when you're really going to have a clear mind mm. to be like, is this what I really want? Mm. Am I happy? What do I need? What do I need as a woman? Because I believe once I started fulfilling what I needed, the rest of my life started to get way better. Because I wasn't resentful and horrible to everyone. Because I blamed them. I was like, you guys are taking my life away. I've been taking it away myself. Yeah, mm. for not setting boundaries and putting <coughs> yourself first. They do say if you give a woman a house, she'll provide you a home. So literally, we multiply whatever it is we're given. So I think she does need to start doing things a bit more for herself. If he's not being intimate or romantic, start romancing yourself. Yeah. And then you'll come home, you'll have had a nice day one day, you've taken time, you'll be (laughs) glowing and he will start to see that, I think. I promise that's generally what's happened with me. Like, we never used to go out and do anything nice. I just literally used to scream at him, like, you never take me out. Like, I want to go for dinners. All I want is a dinner. (laughs) Oh my God, the arguments were tragic. And I didn't understand why I'd have this row 50,000 every time around. That was what would come That's out. That's all like, you'd come up with. How because did you, you not... hadn't communicated it was the same thing coming up or... I think you just got fucking sick of listening to my shit. <laughs> and also like, it becomes nagging when you're repeating the same thing. But also, I didn't love myself or respect <coughs> myself or value myself. How can I expect him to do that? And I think we said this in the body confidence one, like give do that to you first and then the others can do that for you. Yeah. But you have to love you first and give to you first before you can accept anyone else. And the thing is... I feel I've seen this. If you don't deal with your stuff in this relationship, you're going to bring it in the next you one. You will absolutely take it into the next one. This is what up. I was just going to say, mm. going back to your question of like, you know, what is the answer if she really does want to leave him? Like, are you leaving him just because it is a, a situation of like family debt, a really unhappy relationship? As a result, you're taking it out on the kids and you think you're actually a lot more unhappier than what you could be if you just yeah. don't push and work through it. Like that's, I don't want to advise anyone on, okay, this is what you're going to do if you're going to break up. And you know, that's the worst case scenario. Definitely. The grass isn't always greener. And actually when you get out on the other side, sometimes you have, well, you you do have that time to reflect. And my fear for her is she'll get on that and think, do you know what? I could have done this. I could have done more. I think take herself 
do a lacy, give yourself 28 days. I know it's only for a reflector, but give yourself that time to think, what can I really do on this? What do I need out of this? And actually just imagine you have come out of that relationship. Are you thinking about the logistics? Where are you going to live? Who's going to have the kids? What's the share on that? You know, splitting your kids is so it's very difficult. I honestly wished for a breakup for my partner for years. I did not want to be in that relationship for so long. Like, I prayed for this, and when it happened, I was like, fuck. It was a realization. I was like, I've been wishing for this, now I'm really unhappy. Yeah, this is some bullshit. Mm. Like, can you? (laughs) The universe delivers, just doesn't always confirm on time. Literally, it delivered, and I was like, this ain't what I want, actually. For years, I prayed for this shit. I was like, I need this guy to leave, I'm sick of him. And yeah, it was completely the opposite when it happened because the logistics, you don't, you think the grass is greener. You don't think about, now I've got to pay my bills by myself. Oh my God, now I've got, I didn't have help with childcare. I didn't have help in the mornings. I didn't have help with the school runs. Mm. I'm exhausted every single weekend. I just literally die because I'm like, I have nothing else to give to me because before I didn't realise I had the person helping me with the washing, had the person helping me with the cleaning, had the person helping me around, like everything I had in the system. It's a shared responsibility when you're together, isn't it? It is, and even if it was small bits that you would do because it'd be working so much, it was still something. Now mm. I'm doing it all my... My house is like a bomb's head, so I've got to go and fucking clean it, and I'm just, all the time, I'm just like, I miss having someone here to help me clean. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think another thing is look for the signs, right? So... We've given some advice on, you know, sit around the table and talk about the money thing. Mm. If you're sat around the table and you're giving him that open space to communicate how he feels about the situation financially and you're giving solutions and you feel like you're getting nothing back or going into the next couple of months and you're having a clear out around the house and trying to sell some clothes and get rid of some bits and just open up that energy and he's not helping, that's going to be a big sign to you of, do you know what? Mm. He's maybe my in, gut's right. And not maybe invested this is in time. change. Yeah, not yeah. invested in change. When you're like, right, this is our opportunity to and sort ourselves. And the great thing about that is that you've really started to change. Yes. So you're yeah. building yourself up so you've now got the strength to leave. Like if he's there or not, you're going to be okay because you've proven to yourself now. Yeah. So and I think that's the great. I'm sharing that from experience. Yeah. So my experience was I had that conversation sat around the table. I was in a lot of corporation tax (laughs) had a big year of spending didn't put my tax money aside never Mm. do that guys Mm -hmm. and um, I had to have that conversation around the table um and it was like you know how are we gonna get out of this didn't get the support it was literally me on my ones on my own which I get it's my business but you know you need that I needed that support I think when you're in a couple relationship it shouldn't be it's regardless yeah like yeah. look we're together and we're in this together like yeah. i fucked up we fucked up yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and that's your fault for not communicating with me and make sure my spending was okay <laughs> so for me and you know i pulled myself out of that and i'm proud of myself that i did it but i it was myself so that was another confirmation of holes your guts your, your gut, gut knows right. what's up and you know that was one of the reasons so i think think I think we have given some good tips there and it will yeah. just give you the confirmation you need because you don't want to do the breakup and then Massively there could have been regret. ways to save it yeah. or you know he doesn't want it but I think someone just needs to put the first foot forward yeah so. and I, I think what Lacey said about like taking yourself on dates or doing stuff for yourself I think that can spark things in a relationship. Like if you're working on yourself and you're becoming this better person and you're going out, you don't, even if you are in debt, like you don't need to, 
go and spend money. It could be no. just going. It could be having, a walk. Could be a walk. Going out and having a walk. Put yeah, in a podcast. Do lovely little dates, and they're always outside yeah, and free. picnics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, went to a museum. That's free. Went to Tring Museum. Yeah, that's free. Um, yeah, there's so much stuff that you can do for free. But even if you're going and doing it on your own, it's almost like your partner will see that and be like, "God, she's moving on anyway. Yeah. She's she's stepping up and she's." She's changing and, and that, like I said... That's admirable. Yeah, that, that your partner then could look at you and be like, oh, okay, and want to like level up to that. Then or have an interest won't. and want to join you and then exactly. it just grows and then from there. that's how your relationship can build again. And even, I think, with things like if you're cr- making dinner for like your kids and your partner and you want to make yourself something different, really sit and have that dinner on your own and have that like candles and all that kind of thing. And yeah, just make it really special. And I think that's when your partner then will be It like, will rub off oh, on them. God, yeah, because yeah. they'll mirror they'll mirror how you're acting. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think really for the lady who sent the question is sit down, talk about the debt, get that out of the way first, and then you can continue to build on the relationship. Because I feel he would feel much better knowing the debt is going to be cleared as well. Because that, for men, I think that really weighs on them. Mm-hmm. If they feel like they failed and they're not providing or they haven't been listened to. Um, like Men like to have a certain level of control with regards to incoming and outgoing in the household. And if you are one of those spendaholics like I used to be, mm. it's like it's not just about the debt that you're racking up, you're also making him feel disrespected, like I'm supposed to be the head of the house and you're not even listening to me. Mm. I, I read a quote once years ago that for happy to be a happy wife, don't spend more than what your husband can afford because you're going to make him feel like shit. And it's so true. That must be a very old saying. Very old school. Because of women wouldn't have been working then, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't spend more than what your husband can afford because you're putting undue pressure on him. And even... (laughs) even, That made you sad. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Even with the debt, like, if it's not been a... If you've not communicated it yet, it could be that he's in a sense of, like burying his head in the sand he knows it's there he doesn't want to communicate he doesn't want to deal with it because maybe i don't know you might be a stay-at-home mom or you might not be earning as much as him so it is pressure on him so if you are going to him first and communicating that it's almost like you're giving him the breathing space to be like look we can talk about this yes it's safe yeah journaling as well it comes up a lot in this pod (laughs) writing down like how you're feeling every day being like mindful and consciously aware of like what you are doing to like to, to put in the relationship and give into the relationship because yeah. you know at the end of that month or two months of after you like constantly trying to give stuff and writing it down and once you read back on that and you're like Do you know what I can see a great pattern of consistency here for me I know it's not me I know the time's done Do you know yeah. what I mean? when you've been able to read it back or if you do note down certain things that he does that really triggers you then that could be something where then if you do sit around the table again and you're like, right, now let's talk about our relationship. Yeah. And you've journaled it all. That's pretty heavy stuff to be able to to feed that back to yeah, him. Yeah, communicate that. I think the thing I want to add is just like, we totally feel where you're at and it's such, it's not a nice place to be. No. I, we feel you. Yeah, It's no. probably one of the worst, like that message really hit my heart. Like yeah. it's, we've all been there, I think, somewhere near there and it's <laughs> not a fun place to be, but we are testament that you can get to the other side and yeah. you will get to the other yeah. side. And we've got you, like if you have any more questions, please do ask or anything deeper, but yeah, like you can, it will get better, I promise. And I think you just need to know there is like the internal, I promise you, because... Yeah. 
I remember being then like, this is never going to end. It was fucking awful. Scary as well. 13 that years. Is terrifying. a long time. That is a long time yeah, to let go time. of. That's all you know, isn't it? Yeah. Almost. So whatever happens, happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send you lots of love. I have another one. Oh. oh. <laughs> go. This was sent in by Mail, one of our male podcast listeners. <laughs> love that. Yeah, um, it's actually really interesting going through all the stories. So it was, um, I had a period where I wasn't at my best. And as a result, I lost tr- I lost the trust of my partner. I've worked my way back to an even better version of myself, but I'm struggling to regain her trust and to have that barrier removed. My question is, do I move on? If not, how do I win her trust again? So hard. <laughs> It's a really, really difficult one for me to try and answer and try and keep it fair because that's why I'm glad I've got you ladies here. My personality type is if I'm trying something with someone and they're not having any of it, then so be it. Mm. I'm not big on making loads of effort. No matter how much I want someone, my pride won't let me. I'd rather just let it go. But I guess it's about finding that balance for this person to say, what do I do to win her back? And if it's not going to happen, how the bloody hell do I move on from this? So I think you... it's challenging because we live in such a throwaway culture these days. Yeah. yeah, I was that person as well. Like, oh, fuck you. I can replace you in a day, bitch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it no, moving. We've all been there. We've yeah, been there. and it's like, I feel I'm a lot more grown now and I've been on a journey where I'm like, actually, no relationship's going to be perfect. We need to get outside of our heads. No relationship's going to be smooth <coughs> If you're going to be with someone for 60, 70, 80 years, there's going to be shit that comes up. I'm sorry. Mm. There's going to be fucking shit hits the fan. So at some point, you're going to have to learn these tools to get through, whether it's this person or someone else. So just start to learn them now and test it out on this person. And funny enough, I do actually have a huge amount of notes because I just took a course on how to build root trust with your partner. It was mm. part of my cosmic sexuality course. So I was reading it last night, guys. Yeah, so I think that, that's going to be really powerful. I can't wait to hear this because I think the main issue here was how do I win this person's trust back mm. and help them bring down those barriers? Yeah, and I think you have to try first. Like, before you can even... You can't decide, I'm going to... Do I move on? Because you need to try something first. And mm. I do think trust is... I didn't know how to build it And back. it's actually on their it. time, not yours. This that's is the, the other thing. thing. Yeah, you've got yeah. to wait for them to be you ready. you be patient. Yeah. If you've yeah. broken that trust or whatever, like... It could take six months, through. a year, two years, depending on the severity of what you've done to break their trust. You can't say, okay, I'm healed now. Yeah, you should frame. be okay with me now because I'm a better person. They remember that shit. They don't forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just had this conversation as well with my daughter's dad and I was like, one of the bits, I had a four-page journal and I was like, we've really hurt each other. I know we have. Like, I've hurt you in ways I can't even imagine and you've hurt me in ways that you can't even imagine <laughs> and we need to come to terms with that. And that's just, like, a really hard thing it to, is. like, realise. And I was healed and I was really good. Like, I'm ready now and he definitely wasn't. wasn't. So it's just like, okay, well, where do I... I now had to step back and I had to be that person. I took a step back and, like, you need your time to go figure out you. I've done me and I'm just going to keep doing me. And no matter what, even if we never end up back together or whatever... I'm going to be in the best place ever because I've kept working on myself. But I've got to give you that space to do it. And I couldn't judge them or, again, be like, well, it's been it's been a month. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah. waiting for you. All that shit. Like, I couldn't mm. and I just didn't. And he respects the space that you gave him as well. Oh, like, my God. That guy was sleeping around doing loads of crazy shit. And I knew. And I'm just like, cool, bro. Like, have your time. You yeah. I think that's a really important part, actually. You then don't get to decide 
how long that person should take to trust you again. Or what they have to do. Yeah. I could have been like, you should be going to therapy. You should be doing this. Why are you going around sleeping with people? I could have been proper in his shit. Like, mm. but I was just like, you need to do you and you're going to do it on your own time. I have to go do me on my own time. We can't yeah. dictate to people what they should be doing or how they do it because yeah. how you heal from something is not how I'm going to heal mm. from it. But together, there are tools. And so one of the first points was that in order to reach deeper levels of trust, you need to be present. You can't live in the past or the future. You need to be in this present moment like, okay, X, Y, and Z has happened. Mm. What do we do now moving forward? Mm. That's the biggest point. And communication must happen without judgment. You need to be able to hold a space and it's got to be an intentional space because I feel like, you know, when you just try to have a conversation and you it just gets judgmental. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be, I feel like, look, can we have this space mm-hmm. not be, you know, just, just, I don't, not even speak. Like, can you just not speak and don't judge me? I'm going to say whatever's on my mind and please don't take offence to it. That's something I've done recently. <clears throat> so once you've fully both communicated, then it's now time to um, imprint solutions. So you've got everything out in the open. Okay, we're here now. This is back to the present. What do we do from here? Like, what can we do? What do you need? What do I need in order to move forward? No need for blame games. That's the, one of the worst things. Mm. And that needs to be from the top. Like, we're going to have this conversation. We can't blame each other. You can't blame him, her, whoever you're with. Like, women, women, man, man, doesn't matter. Um, so you've got to be open and honest. You've just got to be deeply open with your person and, like, surrender to them. As in like, you know, I had to have this conversation recently and I'm like, I am so scared to tell you this because I don't know what you're going to say or if you're going to be annoyed at me or if you're going to be like, I fucking hate you forever. Yeah. (laughs) But I needed to get it off my chest to feel okay. And for two, what I've noticed is now I've been so open and honest to this level. I mean, I come out of everything, man. I'm like, I just went on a date. (laughs) Like, (laughs) literally, it just comes out. I'm like, (coughs) one time I was just like, I fancy this guy. (laughs) And it just flies out. But I bet it's an addictive feeling of like just constantly telling the truth and not having to hold anything. Mm. I can't tell you, it feels fucking amazing. No, I can only imagine. And it's actually, you start to trust me now because it's like, shit, you tell me. So goddamn honest. It's like, you could fall on someone's dick and you're going to tell me. (laughs) I fully will. I'm like, gave someone head last night. (laughs) 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 And it was scary. One of the things I had to say, I was like, fuck it, just going to get it out. Like, because it just, like you said, it feels good. And this is the level to be able to build trust. Like, this is how open and you have to be vulnerable. Like, even like to the point, I've been like, okay. I've got this crazy story in my head. Like, I feel like you're, like, I can't remember one point. I was like, I was just not in a good place emotionally. And I was like, I feel like you're talking to loads of other people and they're obviously way better than me because I've got all these issues going on. And he was just like, okay, well, you're kind of making that all up. And this is when we was together. It's like, you're making this up. Like, this is a story you created. And that was great because I need to be that level of vulnerable. And like, okay, I've got this story. Can you, because otherwise you're sitting there and your brain yeah. starts making it true mm-hmm. and you start making up all these stories. Like, they're doing this. Oh, they're going out there. And it's now new. they're going to see someone. Like, it's fucking mental. Yeah. So why don't you just have the open conversation and just be like, is this This is happening? how I'm and feeling. You, yeah. yeah I feel, then. Even if you're like, I know this sounds crazy as shit, <laughs> but are you fucking the neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> are you? Because I need to know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just yeah, have yeah. it open. Obviously, the thing is, People aren't always going to be open with you first. And this is a key point. Like we said, the timing is so key. Because although I was this level of open, trust me, that motherfucker was lying for his teeth today. <laughs> I knew it. But still, I weren't going to judge you. I'm like, this is your journey. Like, if lying's helping you right now, that's cool. Yeah, I'm not you crack on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not taking that on. But also, yeah, I'm just being honest. Yeah, I feel like it took so much time with you for him to be like, 
is this the real Lacey? Or yeah. is he trying to entice me into be yeah. like, I knew it, motherfucker. Yes. Start slashing his tires. Because yeah. I kind of felt like he must have felt that way at so many points. Like, now this is a like, trap. Yeah, I think it's a safe me. space. But I it's repeat. Not. It's and not that's safe. the thing, it takes time. Like, it takes time to build this up because obviously mm. you've gone from crazy motherfucker to like, <laughs> whoa, this person's actually really nice. Like, I've always been nice, but chilled and open and allowing the space mm. and allowing someone to talk. Whereas I couldn't do that before. Do you know what I really love and admire? And I was actually talking about this the other day, your transformation and how you've gone from the way you used to communicate to now. Mm. I really admire that you owned your shit. You knew you Mm. fucked up and you'd broken someone's trust and you'd made them sad, disrespected them. And what I love, and I, I don't know how you've done it, it's that whole allowing them to come back when they're ready. Mm. You could have put so much pressure. You could have, another thing, ultimatums. Well, if you're not ready by this date, then it's really done. How can you say that to someone? And I've just watched you over the last six months just take it in your stride. And that's Mm. such a powerful skill to have. And it's amazing because so many people are like, I want it to be better now because I'm ready. The ultimatums are shit. But mm-hmm. she's secure. I think that goes back to attachment styles, yeah. right? You're, you're secure very secure yourself, now. So you're like, I trust it when it happens. When it, it will come when the it's time. The accident and anxious would be like, it's me or her or it's me or that. Or do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like they want to be loved or they want it. So I think that kind of ties into a bit. And I think like you have to think like, obviously I have crazy thoughts a lot of the time. I'm still human. <laughs> but I'm still, I thought like, you were going to say I'm still crazy. <laughs> I'm still crazy for real. But it's like I choose now. <laughs> do I be the crazy bitch or should I just take the high road? I'm like, I'm going to take the high road. Mm, that's and so it, good. It takes a lot. I mean, like, trust me. I want to wow the fuck out sometimes. Like when you were saying the other day, you've got Jacqueline Hyde. Like yeah, you're I do. Fucking keeping that shit in. I literally live with Jacqueline Hyde every day, and people don't realize, but I, it's a daily battle to keep fucking. Which one is the bad one, Jacqueline or Hyde? Yeah. Hyde. Let's pretend it's Hyde. I mean, if I'm wrong, I let me Jekyll. know. I fight every day to keep Jacqueline under control, and that's what people don't see. So it's like a swan. I'm walking around all graceful, shit, nothing bothers me. Oh, water up a duck's back. Inside, I am like, monster. <laughs> Keep that <laughs> shit out. Be- to come out. Ooh, so hard. And I have to really work on that. And especially with what I've been experiencing in my relationship over the last six months, it's so hard to not... I have ammo and I have words that I could use to rip you the fuck mm. apart. Haven't done that, but this and it's so difficult to take the high road each time. So and this is why journaling is so good mm. because you can you can be the hide, but you can be the motherfucking Je- Jekyll in the book and just okay. write down yeah. exactly how you feel and like this is shit, this is shit. I hate this, but then on the outside when you've got it out, you're like, oh, I feel really? better. I feel good. Yeah, feel so true. Like you don't need to say these things no, to anyone. No. Like they're in your. And I went to a wedding to my cousins last year, and it was really great. The guy was like, not everyone deserves to hear what's in your head. Yeah. Mm. Like, don't put that on people. That's not their fucking business. That's mm. your shit to deal with. And I was like, that is so That's powerful. That's so true. I've actually like, said that There's nasty things before. I want to say sometimes. I could mm. be, I can cut, you know, my words cut. Yeah, no, I've heard I will slit a bitch. Like, <laughs> it's <laughs> not okay. Lacey will cut a motherfucker to shreds. I will. And it's like, but I don't <coughs> you understand that there's, there, you can go from that extreme, fucking, I was not nice, to like the other side of like, okay, cool. And, takes a lot and obviously sometimes I was a bit sad like oh I know he's going to sleep with this girl today or there's a really pretty girl here and you're just like oh that's a bit shit but okay so when I think that's so this is really great because it's totally aligned with our viewers question 
when you were in that space where you knew he was going to see other people, you knew he was going to have sex with him, what made you still wait? You know, I literally dropped him off to like the train station knowing what? he was Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. Girl. Dropped him you off, did. Like, literally, have a good day. Bye. Bye. Already and you know where he's going. Have a great day. Oh, oh shit. You, I think I'm calm, but in that situation, I would not be calm. No, because you feel like you got the one up because you already know and you're like, hmm. You think you're slick, well, what bitch? What one up have I got? Nothing. I'm at home by myself. Yeah, but that's the crazy talk, <laughs> isn't it? That's the, the crazy that yeah, tells you. Yeah, I think you. it's just like, I just really got to a point where I think first it was realization on my part. What have we we've got here because of your actions and my actions? I'm not saying because all my friends are like you can't take all the blame. I'm not taking the blame, but I'm taking my blame. You're yeah. taking and your I have part. Fucking blame. Yeah, I yourself. have responsibility. And I think when you really look and journal into that, mm. and you look, I hurt you here. I said that. That wasn't a nice thing I said. I fucking did this. I threw something at you. Like yeah. there's shit I've done. I'm like I'm not proud of. And you know, like I want to stop judging myself on that. So I've got to stop judging you. Mm. And if I stop judging myself and stop judging you, he's going to stop judging me. And then also I then needed to just come to terms with that myself. I had to cry a lot and forgive myself a lot. I was fucking hurtful, man. It wasn't a nice thing to look at. Looking at your ugly sides is not pretty. Mm. Like, And you just have to love yourself. You're like, I'm fucking human. And whenever I fuck up now, I'm just like, I'm human. I'm not going to be a perfect human. I've just got yeah. to keep going. So first of all, I had to do that. Once you recognise that, you then don't blame them for going and doing this stuff. Yeah. Because I'm like, dude... I know why you want to go see other people. I because was I'm awful. shit. Yeah. yeah. I just wasn't okay. This version of me, boo, you're going to miss this. <laughs> Trust me. And if you miss it, that is your problem, not mine. Because mm. you're still moving. I think that's I'm really moving. good advice. Such amazing advice. And often or not, the person you're trying to win back, once they see that you've truly changed for the better and it's not some weird manipulation game and you're just trying to worm your way back in and not accept and face the hurt that you've caused. If the love is still there, the other person will look at you and be like, I think we're onto something here. Yeah. And you know what the thing is? Like, what you were just saying, what was it? Oh, when people try to change, I know you've experienced this, for you. Oh, yeah. I wasn't trying to change for this person. Yeah. I knew I needed to change myself because I wasn't happy and I've caused a lot of pain in some areas. I wanted to change that within myself. I wanted to be a better person. I wanted to be a better mum for Mabs. Like, there was just so much I wanted to change. But I freaking hate it when people are like... Just, I get it if you've got like, oh, you know, I really want her back, so I'm going to go do this. I kind of get it as a motivator to start something, but that can't be your end goal. Can't be your end goal. My end goal wasn't, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z because I want him back. Ew, no. And I wasn't waiting for him. Actually, when I finally gave up, a guy came into my life and then I started dating. I was just like, this is weird. Like, what mm. the fuck? It was so weird the way it happened. And actually, at that point, because I'd worked so much on myself, by the time this guy did come along, I'm like, actually, I think I'm ready to let you go now. And, and being on the other side of it, of somebody that's, I would say, like, fake, fakely, like, trying to change themselves, like, you can see through it. It's not genuine. You know, like, you've known that person for so long, and, like, the things that they're doing, you're just like, yep, that's temporary, that's temporary, that's temporary. You're really not digging deep on this. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, shallow level. Surface Surface shit. level. Um, and then it's only really, like, now you can actually start to see them do like the inner work but that takes time i think nobody comes out of a relationship let's be honest and then starts digging deep straight away like no yeah. no like <coughs> you're still just trying to work out what's going on with your day-to-day life and yeah. where you're living your child and, child and, <laughs> and just I feel like you always want to like i thought when i first came out of a relationship i still wanted to talk to guys and stuff because i needed like 
I needed to feel good outside of this relationship I've not felt good in for a long time. I needed to get my ego rubbed from someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt that's such a normal thing that we need to accept. But I personally, straight away, like, oh, what guys can I message? <laughs> like, <coughs> No, you're absolutely attention. right, though, because... I didn't stay there, but... I if went. your relationship wasn't working and you felt you wasn't getting that attention or the ego stroke, why is it so awful that we go looking for it elsewhere? Why? Why is that a problem? It's completely natural to want to feel wanted, to want to feel desired, especially if you've been in a shit place. So why are we made to feel bad about that? Yeah. Mm. I'm so different with this. I'm I'm so like, <laughs> I don't need attention for anyone. I'm good on my own. I don't know. I feel like you were after Jason, remember? Uh, mm, not really. Oh, come on. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go into this. <laughs> no, I'll call you out on it. <laughs> you can call me out. <laughs> she thought about it like, no details oh. <laughs> the little, I could see the memories come yeah. instantly back. Oh. She's like, God <laughs> damn. Yeah, okay, I'm wrong. I just lied completely. <laughs> but I'm owning up to shit. <laughs> I think we need to be real and open about it. Yeah. Like that's what happens. And I think if your partner is doing that, like mine did, and I did like way before in the earlier, not like the second part. If your person is not, they're not your person anymore. That person mm. is going yeah. and doing that. Who are you to judge them? Like they need that because they need something, and that's okay. Like stop fucking judging everyone and making them feel mm-hmm. like shit for it. And mm-hmm. That's another point. It's like transparency is key. So if you do want to build something with them. Let them know. You're like, look, I know we're not together, but I'm going to start seeing people and whatever. Oh, it's not going too well. Like, oh, it is. Like, if you want to, go to that yeah. level of transparency if you want to start building because it's going to take time. Like you said, he only now is like, oh, you're interesting now because I see this consistent change. In the beginning, he was like, honestly, I don't know if this is going to last. <laughs> it's mm. been two weeks. I just, I don't know. And mm. almost it was like a game for me then because I'm like, I am not going to drop this. Like he yeah. thinks like, well, I'm not because I just want to keep bettering myself. Mm. Um. Openly vocalise any feelings to your partner. I think this is such a key point. Really important. Especially the guy that's like, well, we don't know, is it a guy or a girl? Guy. Um, guy trying to get her back. Um, even if you're just like, look, you're always my intention to get back with you. Yeah. Whether you're comfortable with, with that or not, like, I just want you to know that I'm going to be better in myself for me, but I have the intention of getting back with you. Like, I hope I you can accept the I new me in future. That. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's then there to sit in the back of her head and she's and mindful yeah. of that. And yeah. let her make that decision. Yeah. Mm. Don't be all up in her grill, constantly bringing it up or wanting to know where you at now. Are you still thinking you want to be with me? So have you definitely decided because then that just builds completely unnecessary yeah. pressure mm. and they're likely to want to run a mile in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And have they, have you both had that deep conversation about whatever he done to break her trust? Like, have they really gone to the deep levels of... That's a, yeah, good point. Like, how she felt in the situation, how he felt in the situation? Because obviously, at the time, I don't know what they've done, but mm. there probably was a point where he felt fucking shit as well. Mm. So You're absolutely right. Have they got to that level of vulnerability again? talked about it yeah. confessed how they felt yeah tell me how you felt when i that. did this yeah yeah how did that affect you and then yeah. say i'm sorry i yeah, did this yeah. and made and made you feel that way i think that's such a great point mm. they need to have that conversation he needs to say tell me and fully listen and then i think sometimes in those situations if you ask somebody what did i do to break your trust tell me how that made you feel accept it only apologize don't then say yeah, but I only did that because you... I hate that. I, hate yeah. that. I was literally just about to say as well, like, give give each other space to talk. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
he talks first and then once he's like okay i'm finished then she'll talk mm -hmm. don't butt in and be like yeah but this happened this th and then you i drove felt me to it yeah, yeah yeah like sit there listen if you need a notepad i'm super forgetful for some conversations mm -hmm. like that if yeah. something's triggered me i'll write it down and i'll be like right i need to go back to that mm -hmm. go back to it and then when it's your time to talk give give that person that other space to be able to talk do you know where i think would be a good place to do something in in that setting so that you can give each other space is in a public setting i know like sometimes that could probably be very uncomfortable because it's very personal stuff you know there's a lot of emotion mm. but i think sometimes when you're in a public setting you're less likely to lose your shit and go off yeah. the handle yeah. True. and i think what's quite nice is being able to you don't have to go through the whole relationship in you know the the meet I think actually is break it down into stages and maybe talk about, okay, this was bothering us in a relationship. Have a discussion around that specific topic. Then you can actually come away and both think about it. So I don't know what the situation is. Obviously they might not be living together. Coming away and having that time to think in your own space is really powerful than going home together yeah. and then talking about it mm. and living in it. Mm. So I think public setting and space to, to reflect. Because you might um, then go back to the next topic and be like, do you know what? Based on what you just said, yeah. I actually understand. Yeah. But in the moment, it's always heated, isn't it? And for me, like location setting can be quite triggering. So if you're having like a really open and honest conversation in an area in your home mm. and that's like your space where it's been like a nice time before, like it's almost like you're putting a down. You're tainting it. Yeah, you're tainting yeah. it. There's no escape as well. Yeah, and you then you're just back going and you that to remember that. Yeah, that, yeah. Vision, that energy. That yeah, that energy is in that space. I think space. a huge point of what you're saying here though, like if you're feeling, so if you're my partner and you're telling me something and I'm feeling triggered, that is not that person's fault. That's your fault. You mm. need to go and look into why the fuck is that triggering you? Because, mm. you know, I felt really this when you were texting that girl. And you're like, why the fuck are we going to the phone? It was like mm. something like that. Yeah, because you're, you're you hiding. Feel like you yeah. were hiding yeah. and you feel like shit. Own that and go mm. deal with your shit. Because don't put that on your partner. Don't act like that's their fault because mm. you're triggered about something. Yeah. I've really noticed this now. And, you know, I feel so great telling my truth because I'm like, do you know, might sound really bad. I do not give a fuck how you feel about what I've said. If I haven't said it in a nasty way, I've been trying to put you down. I don't care how you feel about it because that is your business. How I feel about it is my business. Same thing, if you say something to me, I'm not just going to make you be like, oh, you did said this to me and you said that because that is not your business, how mm. I feel about what you've said. This is my business. Why is it triggering me? There's something in me that's triggering. I think that's so important in a relationship for rebuilding trust. Mm. Take your ownership and don't fucking blame them for shit because of what they're saying or whatever. Does that make sense? Yeah, I do as long as it. they're not being spiteful or horrible. Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah said. if I'm not saying it in a nasty way yeah. or whatever, like blaming you for stuff, but if they're triggered, you know when you have a normal, in a relationship, if you ever experience that, where you're having a normal conversation, like, oh, well, you said this, and I didn't like it, and they're just triggered. They go like, absolutely nuts, mm. and you're like, whoa. Wish I didn't say anything. Yeah, I wish yeah. I hadn't brought it up. And then, because those explosive reactions can also contribute towards the partner not trusting you anymore. And creating that separation yeah. between you guys. There's no point them yeah. telling you that what they think anymore because of how you react to it. So really own your shit if you're really feeling triggered about a conversation you've had and understand why first. And then when you understand it, you can explain to your partner, look, I got really triggered because of this reason. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then they'll probably be more open and go, oh, I understand, okay, maybe I'll word it differently are. next time. Even with me, like in our communications now, I'm like, oh, um, you know, that really triggered me because you know when like my dad left when I was young, I feel this abandonment thing and it's come up for you for in this 
space Again, out. I feel. Yeah. 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 And it's really great. Not you like, made me feel. You didn't make me I feel. I feel. Yeah. yeah. No one can make you feel something. I've had enough of that. Mm. Just like, don't give me that level of responsibility for your fucking feelings. <laughs> like, yeah, if I've gone and cheated on you, I get it. Like, that's hurtful. But it still is what it is. Like, you need to decide how you're going to take that. Do you know what I mean? And how I'm going to go take mm-hmm. that. Because if we're just going to constantly blame each other, we're just going to end up in a cycle forever. Yeah. The last two points is just really listen to our communication and honour their feelings, which I feel like we've covered, and agree and commit to releasing the past together. So yeah. Just, okay, no, this has happened. Nice yeah, this has happened. Like, let's, do we agree to let it go? Is there anything else you need to get out? Let it go. Okay, what can we do now moving forward? Love that. Just get out and then go for a nice walk. (laughs) To summarise, I think that's said actually a lot of, and I think it is just with that question, a lot of it is time. Yeah. And just just to trust the time and the vulnerability of it. But it's not on your time, unfortunately. It's got to be on that person's time that you've hurt them and they don't trust you anymore. You've got to ride the storm. Indeed. And if if you feel you are now tired of waiting... Release them with love. Just go. Yeah. It's okay. Mm. You know? Love that. Yeah. Really enjoyed that topic today. Mm. It was so good. Because we... Like an agony aunt. Absolutely. <laughs> so nice to help people and just makes us think of our own experiences as well. And you can see how far you've come as a person. It's Yeah, I hope that's one thing people get from this is like there's yeah. hope with all of us. <laughs> yeah, there is there hope. There is hope. And we'll always be honest with it as well, I think. And always try and aim for the positive outcome Absolutely. as well. So I look forward to us receiving more of you, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. loved it.